This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Are you tired of the same old regurgitated information about high strangeness and want a new perspective? Then you're in luck. Come join Bizarre Conspiracies. We'll take you on a wild journey to the unexplored and unexplained. That's Bizarre Conspiracies. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Conspiracies. My name is Eric Patino, and today I'm joined by Conrad Toll and Fool, and we will be interviewing author of the book The Ohio Monster, David Walker. This is that conversation. I'm Eric Patino, and I'm joined by Conrad Toll. Howdy. And Fool. Hey. And today we have special guest David Walker here to talk to us about Bigfoot, his personal encounters with Bigfoot. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, right. where where would you like to start? Where would I like to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess David I guess Walker. Start would be, um, you know, that I did write a book about it, and I and I do believe y'all um, advertised that on your uh, yes. on your intro. The um, Ohio you Monster. Book. The Ohio Monster. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Did any of y'all uh, read that? I, I have not yet. I have the book. I just haven't read it yet. I can't wait. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm going to have to uh, to brief y'all on on some of the encounters. You know, not 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 drawing them out or anything. Just just mm-hmm. kind of giving you a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little heads up on on right. what they are about. Um, do I have the floor? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, my first encounter was when I was 11 years old. Uh, this these things this these things all these encounters took place in Ohio. Um, which I mean, a lot of people say, well, that's not a that's not a big place out there in the Oregon and Washington, British Columbia. That's the that's the main one. But uh, these all took place in Ohio, believe it or not. And um, I'm 11 years old, camping out with my friend. You know, we just decided at the last minute, hey, let's go camping out this weekend. Yeah, said, yeah. He said, I, there's, I got a nice, nice deer out here, and there's a nice big buck. You know, let's come out and maybe we we can see it in the morning when we wake wake up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, it was just right before school let out, and the year is back in the day, 1972. So we're we're on top of this hill, we're camp camping out, and uh, it's right around one thirty in the morning. We're we're tired, you know. We had we had a long night. We really did. Um, I'm skipping some details because I don't want I don't want to tell everything and take mm-hmm. me half an hour just to tell one story. That's understand. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're at one thirty. We hear twigs breaking. Um, we're just just about just about closing our eyes. We've been talking all night, and we hear twigs snapping outside the tent. And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He's like, uh. I thought we had this place all to ourselves because it was a real high hill, briar, thorn trees, real thick stuff. You, you know the type. You've mm-hmm. been out in the woods. And so we're not expecting anything out there. And it's, and it's like it's about maybe like 200, 250 feet high, this hill. 
very high hill. And uh, we can see a long ways when you're on top of it. So we said, hey, it's going to be a nice place to camp out. Um, so uh, getting back to the twig snapping and we, we hear him, we're looking at each other, wondering what in the heck is out there. And cause, because the sound sounded too big to be an animal, they, they was crisp, like, like a big, heavy man was walking in our tent. And so we're like, well, who could that be? Then he's, oh, wait a minute. He's dead. Maybe it's my brother. He could be up here trying to scare us because, because, because he was the only one that knew we were camping out. Right. So, so he, we obviously didn't think it was some some animal or monster. We, it had to be his brother. So we go, oh, it had to be him. All of a sudden, we hear a noise. We hear, <gasps> and now we're really looking at each other because this doesn't sound like his brother. This sounds like something else, if I can put it that way. And uh, it's, well, I, 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 you know, we're, we're looking, we got, we got fear in our eyes, but then we're like, okay, maybe it is a brother. Maybe he just making that noise. So he said, on the count of three, Dave, let's roll out and scare him. Like, okay. Cause I'm thinking this time it has to be his brother. <laughs> can't be nobody else. One, two, three. I roll out of the tent because I, again, I'm thinking it's his brother. He stayed in the tent. He let me go out and see who it is. See. I roll out thinking he's going to fall. And I roll out of the tent. I jump up my hands in the air going, rah. And I look across the tent thinking to see his brother, but I see something else. And this thing is wide. It's tall. And I look up. I, I mean, I'm, I'm five, nine, five, ten. I'm five, nine and 11 years old. Even I'm going to be a tall boy. I have to look up to see this thing's face. Jeez. And I'm telling you, I still look right into its eyes and we're about five. I'm about five to six feet away from this thing. Tall, hairy. And the eyes, some people say the eyes glow, but I believe each, each one of these things have a different look to it you know but just like human being we all look different mm-hmm. yeah absolutely same you know and its eyes were like pure black pure but i'll never forget it there was no white you know how you look in a, in a human's eye you'll see a white little bit of white in its eyes right you don't nothing in the pure black and it just just like i just felt something go close through me like i knew i was looking at something that wasn't of this world and i know that sounds crazy y'all say oh don't go going that way no it, i just knew as a kid even this doesn't belong here this this is this is something else mm-hmm. wow and as i look at it and I, and as i lower my hands i start stepping back i take about one or two steps back and as i step back i don't know whether it was because of my movement or what but it took off running but it took off running past me not away from me but it ran right past me. He could have reached out and, and knocked me into oblivion, but he didn't. He just ran past me to say, I'm not scared of you, little boy. He runs across the bridge, and of course, he disappeared. Well, once he disappeared, I mean, this thing ran. When I say he ran across the bridge, I mean, he ran across the bridge. Uh-huh. Have you seen a track car run? This thing put track stars to shame. And, wow. and besides that, it took long strides as it ran, but yet it ran fast, so it didn't appear to be running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was running on two feet and not on all four. Oh, <laughs> right. And that's another thing. It wasn't a bear. Right. My gosh, there were no bears in Ohio at that time. I don't even know if there's any bears in Ohio right now, <laughs> but I know there was in that time. And this thing, if it was a bear, it ran on two of its legs. How's that? So wow. did this did this Man. Bigfoot have a distinct uh, smell to it? And that's no, I did not. That's hmm. a very good question. Most people say yeah, like a skunk ape or right, right. smell, smell, smell. But, but I was that close, right? But I never detected 
a smell. Hmm. It's interesting. That's wild. Now, did it jump back? Like when you jumped out at it? Like what was its reaction? You mean when I raised my arms? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it just stood there and just looked at me. <laughs> and I'm staring into its eyes. And I mean, this, okay, we're only talking about two seconds here. Oh, okay, yeah. This thing reacted fast, but yet it didn't react immediately. If that makes yeah. if that makes sense, put mm-hmm. it off guard, kind of. Wow. So now, did did uh, did the fellow in the tent? Did he see it or? It- <laughs> yes, he seen. Now, oh. and that's the thing. The fellow in the tent. And listen, listen to my story on this one. He he gets out as, as as this thing runs away. He pokes his head out the tent. He goes, "Oh my God, Dave, that was Bigfoot." I go, "Bigfoot." I go, "Is that what you call that thing?" He goes, "Yeah, <laughs> man, let's get." the H-G-double-L out of here before he come back and finishes what he started. Like, you know, he was like, he both hit, oh, that's what I forgot to tell y'all. I forgot to tell you about the, it hit us both on the head in the tent. Oh, wow. Was it a, a hard smack or like, was it just feeling the tent? It, a real hard slap. Not, not a punch per se, but a real hard slap in the tent. Oh, oh, he hit my friend first. He goes, ow, man, because he called me, he thought it was a brother. Ow, Eddie, because that hurt. <laughs> and I goes, oh, it's Ed, like that. And then it hit again and hit me on the head. Now, let me describe the tent for you boys. Mm-hmm. The tent was one of those old army tents, you know, back in the day, dark green material. You couldn't mm-hmm. see through the tent during the daylight. Gotcha. How did that thing hit us both? Was it, was it how did it hit us both? No, how, where did it hit us on the head at? Because the tent, it, even though it wasn't big, it wasn't dinky either. It was like, you know, like a four by six tent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our heads yeah. were places, but yet it hit us both on the head as if they could see right through that tent. Oh my God. Wow. That's crazy. Now you talk about something having X ray vision. Yeah. Or maybe it sent, you could smell your scent in the way yeah, too. Yeah, probably. Know? Detecting you there. I don't know yeah, if you can. You could. You could. I suppose you could go that route. Yeah. I'd probably be more likely that would have heard where you were, but not smell. I don't think you could actually detect some scent through a through a cloth like that. It would probably know. smell like the scent was coming from the. Like, if imagine if you come up to a tent and there's a rotting egg on the inside, you can't tell where in the tent it is. You exactly. you, you can smell it coming from the flap. Yeah, but also we don't know how much how good these guys can smell. You know. If it's like a wolf or a bear smelling food, you know what I mean? Like, well, it might have that same type of uh, range, you know? Right. That's why. I, 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 I don't think it seemed through. It didn't, it didn't see through the tent. Um, um, unless unless we, we, we go on to, on to another plane and say <laughs> the thing may have been some type of a supernatural creature. That's the only way it could have seen through the tent. But if you're thinking that's just a, a natural creature, then, and, uh, you know, I want I want to I want to know how that thing know where to hit me, hit us on the head at. Yeah, right. that's wild. That, that, that just doesn't correlate my mind. Yeah, that's that's odd, man. Wow. Now, did you see detail on its face? Like, did you see it? its nose and its mouth man i was i only looked at it for two seconds and the two seconds i looked at it i was in here i can you know yeah all i could remember looking at was its eyes that's why said its eyes are pure black and and y'all y'all do know that it was they re- did reenact my reenact my encounter on the show on, show on the on the travel channel yeah i loved it it's great and so um obviously this all i guess all i could see all i could see was his eyes and, and then instead on his eyes it's, it's eyes were pure back i can't remember its nose or its mouth but okay. i can remember that when it ran away i can remember muscle groups on its legs i could see muscle groups moving on its legs wow okay so its fur was hmm. it wasn't like uh didn't have a lot of fur on its legs in ways, right? Shorter. I would say shorter hair maybe on its legs. Maybe closer to like a cow. A cow's 
to hide? No, I wouldn't say no. It was longer. It was it, it was maybe like a half inch on his leg, half inch to three quarters of an inch on. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm just guessing because uh-huh. obviously it was dark and, and everything. But see, there was we had the campfire and it was glowing a little bit. The, the embers were glowing, so there was just a little bit of light there. And so as it ran past the camp, as it passed the campfire, that's when I could, it lit up its legs and I could see muscle groups moving. Wow. Now, um, in the video, it showed you guys going back up there to the to the um the tent. Did, were you able to find like uh tracks? Exactly. Very good point. I was just getting getting there. You know, that's uh, let me just back up a little bit before that because right yeah, before sorry, the breakfast table and here come come to find out. Um, we told I told I told his dad. I said I said uh I I won't use his real name. Um, but I'll call his name John. The name I use in the book. I said John. Um, we seen a Steve or mom. I mean, a George said it was a Bigfoot. He put his head down, and I'm like, that's a weird reaction. And then he raised it back up, and he said, oh, he's back. Oh my and god. He goes Bigfoot. I go. <laughs> I looked. At, I looked at my friend, and he looked back at that, and his dad just said, "Yeah, we've seen it. We seen it out uh, at the barn about six months ago." He said, "It. Uh, I, t- I got uh, George. George and I went out there, and he said we opened up the door because because the cows were moving moving move, move real bad. I thought one of the neighbors were out there trying to steal one of my calves. I goes, okay. And he said hey, we walked two or three steps in there real slow. And he said we looked off to our left, and we seen something jump up. And he said it took off running. And he said uh, it was tall and hairy and he said it had the craziest eyes he said i threw my gun up to shoot at it but he said i i couldn't get no no aim on he said i won't pull the trigger unless i got it. i i know i'm going to hit it right and, and he wow. said I could, I, he said it was too fast he said it ran out the back of the barn door and uh he said i went out the next day and we found tracks now the strange thing about those tracks was they only had three toes at the end instead oh. of the normal five like almost you see them on the internet most of them have five mm-hmm. these only had three toes and the ones up at the tent when we went from the breakfast table we went back up to the tent now we're on top of the hill and he said there's one boys and we all kind of walked over real quickly to it and looked at it and I, no we didn't have you know back in them days all we had was kodiak the not, not mine polaroid cameras they were big, kind of big heavy we didn't have cell phones we, we could take a real quick picture we didn't have that stuff they were talking 1972 mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> Jeez. But, but I, I got a picture in my mind that I'll, I won't forget it by, by the to be 200 years old. I'll never forget that footprint. Absolutely. And it had three toes at the end of it. That's wild, man. Jeez. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of the three toes. Yeah, me too. You say that's the first time. Yes, sir. That's the first time I've yeah, heard of it. I've always wow. heard of Wow. Because I had somebody email me after uh, they seen that video and they said, oh, you seen old three toes too, huh? And I go, yeah, the print we seen had three toes. I said, did you see one with three toes before? He goes, yeah, man. He goes, uh, me, and he started describing his story. It, and it was a track with three toes in Ohio. Hmm. It's interesting. Oh my, that's that's wild. Jeez. Now, now, let me take you on a journey. Now, as you've seen in the video where yep. we were on the footprints so we followed them to about like maybe we i counted about 12 about a dozen of the tracks and then right in the middle of the road and there's still more road to go there's no trees right around except for maybe within 20 feet up ahead of us and the track stopped and i looked at i said hey i said uh john i goes i can't find no more track he goes, what do you mean you can't find no more track he thought i just lost i just couldn't see the next track so yeah. he comes up he's looking around he can't see it 
George comes up with them and he said, George, you, once you guys span out across the bridge, see if you can find any more tracks. He goes, there has to be something, more, some more tracks. We spanned out. We all did. We all looked, looked for about around five, five to 10 minutes and we couldn't find no more clues. It was if right there, that last track, all the sign vanished. Wow. Yeah, I've heard that a lot too. So my question is, of course, everybody's question, right? Where did it go? Absolutely. That's why they call it a dimensional beast or interdimensional beast. And that's why, boys, or I should say, guys, um, that's why I'm right. I'm writing my second book, and I'm halfway through it. And the information that I have found out on this second, this Ooh. is going to be the barn burner of the barn burners. It's beyond. It's beyond beyond because I can take you back into the Bible and really and, and, and actually bring forth some beings wow. that, you, that, that that the Bible says lived on this earth that I believe may hold the clue to this Sasquatch being. Oh wow. Okay, that's and yeah. my book is of course you probably can guess it supernatural Sasquatch. Nice. I thought it was going to be the Ohio monster too. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> that, but this is a little bit more definitive. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I can't wait to read that one. No, absolutely. Oh, oh, I can't wait to get it out. I have a question for you, actually. So I've heard, I've been reading a lot of reports that there are uh, more, more likely than not, Bigfoot sightings w- along with a UFO sighting. Has that? Have you ever experienced that? Have you ever seen a UFO? My friend. My friend. My friend that is what I'm getting into in this oh. supernatural stuff. I bring it. I have a whole chapter on that. Awesome. Yes. They have oh, been, okay, there was a sighting in Pennsylvania, Pulaski, if I'm, if I'm pronouncing their name right, Pulaski, Pulaski Farm in Pennsylvania in 1973, I believe the date is. Like, just a little bit past where I, when I see mine in 72. Mm-hmm. In 73, the Pulaski Farm incident where police were, uh, a state trooper, I believe, was called out to the farm and they called and they said they seen they had a ufo sitting in there on their property and out of the ufo beam they said a, a came two giant hairy beings walking toward their house i've heard about that wow. too i have wow he grabbed his rifle he grabbed his rifle and he's a hunter he grabbed his rifle being an excellent shot shot at these things at i don't know 40 50 yards he knows he hit them and all they done was turned around and walk back into the woods Hmm. That is the crazy. State, the state God. trooper went out and he and he used his shine his light. He found some hair, and the other thing he found was some coarse the shell casings that Mister Plosky shot with, and that's the only thing he found. Wow. He, he didn't even see where the UFO landed. Oh my God! See that that that's where it goes deep when you mix those two together. It's like that's wild. God. Now, now now please please don't get me wrong. I don't want I don't want your listener to get the wrong idea. I don't want them to think that I'm saying that every time you see a big, but you should see a UFO. Right. No. Right. No, Absolutely. but there are instances where that has occurred. So being that with, with that being said, don't you, don't you think like the one man just asked me that there is a connection. And if there is a connection, what type of connection is it? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So in other words, there's a lot of questions that my stories and what I'm saying here is generating. How else is the Sasquatch a real, is it a real natural creature of this earth if it is tell me something mm-hmm. tell me why yeah. no has ever brought in a body right i know that's what i was gonna say uh, bodies and also have you ever found a body of a ghost no no definitely not and what is a ghost could, could you say that a ghost might be supernatural yeah i've also now, heard reports that are we connecting the dots right yeah i can see where you're going yeah it, it makes you think it really does if, if this being wow. is 
a real creature, surely somebody would have found somebody out. Absolutely. I mean, with all the sightings, um, it, the one thing I do like that you have on the back of your book, which I have always said too, is um, like the people that don't believe in Bigfoot, but there's all these thousands and thousands of sightings uh, on the back of the book. You put um, not everybody's lying, and it's true. Right. It's like all of these sightings. And I mean, majority. Okay, that's fine. Like if you, I mean, it's a bear or whatever it is. But all these people, they're not lying. You know, exactly. it's it's too too many of them there's too many sightings there's families being attacked at night by rocks and you know i mean like they can see them coming up to the windows and it's weird but i mean not everyone's lying like you said boys i got more stories to tell and it just confirms just what what you're talking about about all these sites that they can't they can't be just made up now do you you know that the one the the biggest sighting ever you know what that was in 1958 or excuse me 1967 roger patterson video yep yeah anybody that knows the bigfoot subject knows about that video right right absolutely (laughs) It's the most famous. And I know th- there's a guy, and he's a professional videographer. He's a professional. Um, he does um, video shoots for TV people. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but it's in my book. But anyhow, he's a professional guy. And he said he has, he's the only living man ever to see the original Patterson film. Wow. And he says, I don't care what all these other pe- actresses say. Actress, pe- actor guys say that, yeah, that's just somebody in a Bigfoot suit. He said, I I seen that real you don't feel me and I guarantee you, that creature does not walk like a human it it, it, it it there's no way that could have been a man walking he said that was he said in my opinion that definitely was a creature mm-hmm. uh, that 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 uh, it was in other words he was saying it, it's a creature it's it's not a man he's I, he verified that he said that it definitely was not a man yeah, yeah. it was a a famous hollywood um cosmet uh I guess you could say costume uh, manager, designer. You know, he handled the the costumes and a lot of films. He was very mm-hmm. famous and good at his job. And when he saw that, he didn't know that it was what what it was at first. And so he just saw it without any context. And he said, I want to talk to whoever made that costume because he didn't think that he could replicate it. And that's another thing, sir. They still haven't replicated it today with all the modern um uh, well, you know, what I'm trying to say with with all the with all the the, the things they have Skill about, set. And, and, the, and the knowledge we have today, they still can't replicate that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. We're the now, what's that tell you? What is that telling you? Yeah, that's telling you that that suit wasn't man-made. Matter of fact, it's also telling you. It wasn't a suit. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, that's what it tells me. Like I said, everybody has, has their own opinion and, and that's, and that's fine. But I, I just knowing what I know, what I believe I know, uh, I, I say that it definitely, that there's no way it was a man. Just like the, the thing I saw in 1972, it wasn't no one trapper trying to scare it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's going to climb? And that's, that's another, I have a chapter on my book called Against the Odds. What are the odds? What are the odds that somebody came up for you to scare a couple boys camping out? What are the odds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1.30 in the morning. 1.30 in the morning. Who gets up at 1.30 in the morning to scare a couple boys? Maybe 10 or 11 o'clock at night. But 1.30 in the morning? 
climbing. Yeah, that's climbing a hill, a hill 250 feet high, briars and thorn trees. Who's going to go to all that trouble? <laughs> and number three, yeah. there's no way anybody could have put a costume on mm-hmm. and, and, and then and run in it. Run 40 yards. We, we measured it. It was 40 yards. Run 40 yards. And I swear that thing from the time I seen it take off running to the time it disappeared. No more. No more than three seconds. Mm-hmm. God damn. How is that? How is someone weighing 500 to 800 pounds going to run 40 yards in three seconds? It's no way. No, yeah. That's that's crazy. I it's also, 100% impossible. In the video, too, that I was watching, I, I think it was something in the barn where, was that your dad and your brother that were walking out to the barn? That was my, my, friend's, uh, my friend and his dad. Yeah. That's who it was. Okay. And they they walked out. To, do you still have contact with your friend too? No. No. He, during school, in our later years, uh, right before we graduated, he kind of went into one particular area. Of, of, he was a mechanic and I, uh, I, and I, I was more into sports, you know? And gotcha. so we just kind of went on, we just kind of didn't, he went to a different school to take his mechanic. Mm-hmm. It was a vacation. I stayed in high school. So we kind of lost touch with each other and we really haven't connected through, through the years. So okay. that's why I don't, I use a fictitious name because I, I'm not going to use his real name. I don't want to put him on the spot. Or anything. Right. Uh, and besides that, I could get sued if I use his real name. Right. Very true. Yep. So I, I, I can't do that. Matter of fact, I almost leaked it out when I was talking to you guys, but I caught myself and I changed it back to the name of my book, George. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Now, he found one in his uh, in his barn? Yes. They, they six months prior to the time we saw, they, they, they saw in the barn. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was you, a trap. You've heard of them trying to get cows oh, or yeah, yeah. deer or something like that. But did he, he came up and told you that, that story too, I guess? Yes. Oh, wow. I, can't, I can't imagine just like how frightening it would be to you know, go into the barn and realize you just cornered the biggest animal you've ever seen. Yeah. That's wild. But, but I'm wondering who had who cornered. Did they have it cornered or did he have him, them cornered? Right. Yeah. Now, did he shoot it? No, he raised up his gun at it to shoot it, but it was too fast. He, he, he couldn't get a, a name on it. Mm. Now, can you speculate a little bit why uh, we even see Bigfoot? Because they don't seem to be particularly hostile towards humans. They are more, they seem to like to scare you, to be truthful with you. From, what, from all the stories that I've heard, besides mm-hmm. my own, they just seem to get a kick out of scaring people. I, <laughs> I know that sounds fictitious or crazy or, or, or right. not the right answer, but from what I'm gathering, they just seem to get a kick out of scaring people. Of course, they don't talk to you, so right. you don't really get their true intentions, but they, they, they seem to make themselves seem just like when they're hiding behind a tree. They'll peek their head out around the tree and look at you, and then they'll yank it back. Yeah. <laughs> now, them, them not being, like, uh, vicious or not, but, I mean, when you... Uh, uh, go to talking about like the you know like the whole four one missing uh, cases and stuff like that. Now that kind of talks about violent. Well, it, it 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 circles around like Bigfoot being the suspect of these people being missing is what it seems like. Okay, can I say something about that? This is what yeah, I yeah. want to say. I I I think that they're just these these. These beings or creatures, whether they're supernatural or not, whatever they are, they seem to have um, characteristics like people. Some yep. are aggressive. Some are just are very docile, very laid back. Absolutely. They have different um, demeanors, if I could say that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's yeah, different seemed, types, just like people. And it yeah. seems as though, for the most part, they're they're not very violent at all. But there are the few cases mm-hmm. where it'll mm-hmm. turn up. And some like I remember this one story where this fella called the police, and he was talking on dispatch, and he was saying he was going to shoot this animal, and they kept asking what it was, and he said, "I don't really know. It looks like a big old monkey or something." And when they showed up at the scene, he was dead, and there was no monkey or big animal to be found. And there's other cases where there's people that said that they've been thrown around or pinned down by Bigfoot. So there's, but for the most, they're just very peaceful. But occasionally, you'll find that one story or two stories where mm. it'll get uh, aggressive. Yes. Um, you think I saw one on on TV? I think it was on, uh, you know, your uh, YouTube. You watch a YouTube video, and this guy was talking about his experience, and he said that him and his and his friend went in, was able to went hunting, but they ended up being the hunted, and they had they ended up having like what was it, uh, three or five of them or something like that that had surrounded them, and some way somehow they found an opening, and uh, they took off running through the opening, and they could hear these creatures following them, but they said they they could have probably caught them, but they said they just kind of stay, stayed with us until we got to our vehicle. But then he said we were so doggone scared. We just started firing rounds at him. Hmm. And I uh, said, I think that kind of kept him away from coming closer to us. He said, then we got in our truck. He said, we got the ATL out of there. <laughs> so, they, so they didn't get attacked, but if they wouldn't have had their weapons with them. It sounded like they probably would have. Yeah. Now, now, do you think you want me to say any more of my stories or you guys want any more questions to ask me? Or you I, to tell a few more stories or one question. Um, now, you got Bigfoot and you got Sasquatch. What do you think the difference is between them? Not a thing. I figured that. The difference is the, is whoever's calling it. The Indians call yeah. it Sasquatch, which means big hairy man or mm-hmm. wild man or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and Bigfoot, you to call by uh, normal white, not, not normal, by, by the white people or the, or the Americans, whatever you want to call them, um, call us. Uh, we call them big because of that situation in 58 where uh, uh, what was it, um, Rodney Cooper. His last name's Crew, the Crew guy, where he where he said uh, he he said they look like they got real big feet, and then the newspaper journalist said uh, I'd call it big, and and that term has always stuck with the creature. Yeah. So because that, that's where the Bigfoot came in at. But really, they were dis- describing what the Indian called Sasquatch. So Bigfoot and Sasquatch are just synonymous names. Like the same, same thing. Bean. Yeah. Yeah, just different people. Okay. I believe yeah. you have a nickname out in Ohio for it as well, right? Grassman. Grassman. Yeah. Yeah. And where and does what that do they come call from? what do where they is... call the Florida? Skunk ape. Skunk yeah. ape, yep. Mm. So where do yeah, they different, different localities? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grassman in Ohio because um I guess his hair is pretty long in Ohio. Just like I said. Um the guy said it was it short like a cowhide? I said no. It was it was longer than that. On his legs it was shorter hair. But on his chest area, it was like maybe a couple inches long. So yeah. I can see where they would say grass man, you know, because the hair was longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, was its leg like huge? Like it looked like a bodybuilder or is it just? No, I wouldn't say a bodybuilder, but um, the, 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 the waist was lower. The legs were shorter than, a, than an average man's. The legs were a little bit shorter, stockier. Can I use the word stocky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Now, do you think that Bigfoot is at all related to the the Yeti? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, basically, I believe they're all the same creature, but according to the look, to the climate 
they live in, mm-hmm. they, they look a little bit different. Um, just like people, right. Chinese people look a little bit different than us, don't they? Uh, South American, uh, Mexican, Mexican. Uh, you, you see, y'all, am I making any sense here? Yeah, because yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit different according to their locality. Yeah, and I'm that not cutting. Sense. I'm not. I'm please don't get. I'm not. I'm not cutting down Chinese or Mexican. I'm just saying. I'm just using that as an example. Of, we look a little bit different to each absolutely. other based on our locality. So do they. Everyone's different. Absolutely. Yes. So, about how many encounters have you had? I've had about seven encounters, but I've actually solved the beast twice. Ooh! Wow! Have you have you ever heard the the Bigfoot screech or the scream? There's a ton of recordings Sir? all over on oh, YouTube. Oh, I got I got cold I, cold water thrown all over me. Yes, I heard the screams all right because one of my chapters in the Ohio Monster, I was bar- I was I was I was barricaded in my house. I would not leave my house because the screams and the howls were coming down from the bottom by an old railroad track that used to run through there. Oh, I mean, screams and howls that lasted from eight o'clock at night till about one o'clock in the morning. How how would you describe the the sound that you heard? The scream, like a real, like a a woman that was scared to death, you know. And you see on TV where she goes. Ah! Like that. Well, say that real loud. And some of the screams were like that, but other other the howls were different. So I came to reason in my book. I put in my chapter that there were two Bigfoots calling at each other. Right, Maybe right. Own female. I don't. I don't know. I'm just surmising that because there were two different howls. One one step was a more deeper, prolonged howl, like oh, like kind of something like that. And the other was like a wow, a woman screaming that she was scared to death. Wow. I actually was in the Pine Barrens when I was younger. And uh, we were out there uh, just uh, riding around and stuff. And it was the middle of the night. And I actually did hear a, it sounded like a woman and a horse screaming in the same voice. Wow. And it was See? the weirdest sound, yeah. but it echoed and it was loud. And did it make the hair on the back of your neck? That would terrify me. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I run <laughs> as fast as I could. Yeah, my uh, my buddy's father, he's a hunter out in the uh, in the woods. Also, he he told me it was the um, Jersey Devil, is what he said. But now they're talking to you. It probably was more closer to a a Bigfoot. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yes, I mean, yeah, uh, that that scream barricade. My, I was afraid of. I, I called the police, and uh, well, I wasn't going to call, but I called my mom and told her, and she goes, uh, she never did believe my big bigfoot stories until she heard it that night. Yeah, she said, I said, she, I said, she goes, don't you start about that bigfoot stuff against the mom. Listen, I put the phone up against the window, and that thing went, oh, it started screaming real loud, and she goes, oh my god, what is it? I said, mom, what do you think it is? Wow. Is that big? Is that how big? I said, Mom, what else? There's no one out there, Mom. There's no one out on my property. But there's a house. There's some, someone, something's there. But I thought, it, ain't, it can't be a person. So she goes, you better call the police. I go, what am I going to call the police, Mom, and say, i got a Bigfoot out here screaming. Can you come out and investigate it? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hang the phone up on me. Yep. She goes, well, just, just tell them, just, just tell them that the, you got a, you got a noise complaint. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what I. That's what I told them. <laughs> now listen, to this. They come out and uh, I, I tell them where I'm, I'm hearing and that and stuff, and they go, "Okay, sir, stay right here. Keep the door locked. We're going to go check it out." So I watch out the window. I'm 
watching them, and they're showing their flash and their flashlights that are all around there. So they're going about 15 minutes. So they finally come back and they knock on my door. And the guy says, "We we checked down there. We checked the railroad gate. It's locked. It's secured. We, we don't. We didn't see no ATV tracks, you know, or anything like that. Um, we didn't see nothing. But you know, you say you're hearing these noises, okay, like that. And I goes, "Yeah, sir, something down there." He goes, "I believe you." And then uh, he said, "But now listen, if you hear anything else, you know, give us a call." I go, "Okay, no problem." I and I and I shut the door, right? But they're still standing there. And I find I open up the door. I go. Is, is, is there something like is there something else you need to know he goes <laughs> sir let me tell you something he said this isn't the first time we've been out here about loud noises I could just really not. he goes because i was renting the house see i was a renter the people that lived before me they also called and the people that lived before them called he said three different uh families have called about noises being howls and screeches uh, being heard out here. He said, so when I heard it, he said, I, I thought to myself, uh-oh, I, I know exactly where that location is, and I, and, and I know exactly what, what's going on. He said, well, as far as the noises, he goes, he goes, let me tell you what. He said, if I lived here, he said, let me give you a piece of advice, sir. If I heard scream like you heard, he said, I'd be finding me another place to live. He's not nah, just my advice. You know, I just my advice. He said, but this is this is the third time I've been out here in three years. Must be oh, a hot wow. spot. Wow. My God. Mm-hmm. Now, how long did you hear those screams? Uh, from about eight o'clock, I said, to about one o'clock. Yeah. About oh. Four or five hours. Wow. Holy cow, man. Now, would you consider that a, a reason to move from a place if there's Bigfoot around? Would I? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, but, um, I didn't. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. Now, I wouldn't mind being a researcher because I'm just going to go and I'm going to look and I'm going to get the heck back. But as far as living where these things are at, now I don't want them things pecking on my house all the time. Like I've I've heard some people have where they have actually repetitive sightings their house. And they live here. Matter of fact, uh, man, I could tell you guys stories all night long. We could do this thing for five hours, and I still have stories to tell. <laughs> Oh, I have heard so many in my in my book. Um, this there's this, this police officer who actually he photographed. He, no, no, he didn't photograph. He took plaster cast prints of this track in Georgia, in my home state of Georgia here, and sent these uh, tracks out to a professional in um, to, to Jeff Meldrum. Ooh, I know you okay. Jeff Meldrum. Oh yeah, Jeff Meldrum, the anthropologist, checked him out and said, "This, this, this, this definitely needs have to be someone else has to look at these too. So he called his friend in Texas, a fingerprint analysis and a primate, um, der- a dermal ridge type guy. He went and he checked him out, and they both concluded that this track was the best track that they have on record of an actual Bigfoot. Wow. It's called, oh man, y'all had to read to get my book. I can't think of the name of it again. But anyhow, where the guy found out that this man kept on calling in for complaints and saying that he was having, um, he kept on hearing pecking noises, knocking noises on his house. He would hear real loud screeching and howls. Um, his dog food kept on coming up missing, corn. He had things coming up missing. And then one night after about four months, he had the door to his shed completely ripped off. And so he oh. called the police again and he said, listen, when are y'all going to find these guys? Because he's thinking it's just people out there messing with them. 
when are you going to find these guys? He goes, they're tearing up my place. I've called you numerous times. Y'all haven't found nothing. He's not getting sick and tired of it. So they sent another. They sent their same guy, the same policeman out again. And he's like, um, perhaps I can't find nothing during the night. He, I'm going to have to come back during the day. But he said he was off during the day. But he said in order to get down to the problem, he would come out. So he went out during the day. Now listen to this. He's looking around the property. And all of a sudden, he looks up in the air, up on this tree, and he sees a tractor tire. That weighs about, that would have weighed about, weighed about around 200 pounds. He yeah. sees the track tire 30 feet up in tree branches. What? Jeez. Oh, my God. And he stood there and stared at it. And then he thought he remembered a guy telling him, he said, I just thought of some a guy telling me about two weeks before he had was out there that a guy seen a big hairy creature run across the road in front of his car about a, about a half mile from the guy's house. Oh, my God. He's playing horseshoes. So he's like, this isn't the work of, he thought they were marijuana growers just trying to scare the old man and woman off the property. But wow. when he seen that t- that tire in the tree, he knew that was not the work of vandals. He knew this was something something more powerful. Absolutely, jeez. And that's when he went down to the creek, and he said when he got down the creek, he goes, he had his gun out in his hand, and he said he knew somebody was watching him. He couldn't see him, but he walked along the creek, and that's when he seen tracks going down in toward the creek, and then there was one on top of the bank, and that's the one he made the cast out of. Oh, okay. Wow. That's wild. So these some wild stories are what? But they're true. Uh, yeah. they're tr- so where are they keeping this uh, cast? Where are they keeping the uh, the cast? Yeah. Um, That's a very good question because I don't know where the cast is now. All I know about the cast is is that Jeff Meldrum and um, oh, what's that guy, Wilk- Wilcox or something, touch with the W uh, guy, from, uh, investigator from uh, Texas, so also checked it out. Those two checked it out and they both can, that it, it definitely was a task, what they call a Sasquatch uh, track. Okay. Authentic. Now, now, guys, there are, you know, we all know as well as I do, there's a lot of fake tracks out there. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of fake print. There's a lot of fake stuff to this big book, and that's what makes the skeptics skeptics because they're like oh yeah yeah man you my, my uncle he went out that middle contracts and, and you know i'm trying to say you hear all kinds and, and some a lot of stories are true it's fake a lot of fake stuff associated with that but 90 i would say 90 to 95 percent of all bigfoot evidence is fake but yeah. my, my question to you is what about the five percent that absolutely isn't? absolutely not everybody's lying there's too many people <laughs> do you now, think it, back to to Native Americans to current day, there's long records of it. Yes, and if there is even a what they call it, is it a petro, petroglyph? Petroglyph they call it. Is it painting on the in the north in northern Georgia here and up in the hills on on a big rock across the hill? There's, the, the Indian painted um, looked like little 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 men, and all of a sudden there's this great big thing, and the, and they're interacting with it according to the picture, I guess. I saw the picture, and yeah, it's uh, they're, they're like they're interacting with this great big thing and and because there's so many stories of bigfoot and sas or i mean sasquatch and the north native american legends mm-hmm. um and traditions and their stories uh you know what i mean folklore folklore oh, yeah. uh, that that's one of the best thing best evidence that they have of the creature is that painting on that rock of, of, of and it was made because they carbon dated to like i think it was like 1600 or 1800 years ago yeah i've seen stuff like that on the internet too it's uh it's shocking to actually see it it's crazy mm-hmm. so like, in other a, words this thing's been around for a long time absolutely it's probably how they built the pyramids <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> That's a good. I like that. One. I like that one. <laughs> so there's a a lot of tales, uh, Native American legends of the Bigfoot, and in a lot of them, he's a spiritual uh, guardian or a watcher, or in some kind, in, um, in some of them, he's a gatekeeper to the spiritual world, uh, and that kind of. I, I believe that you were saying that he, you believe that he might be some sort of a spiritual entity. Uh, do you think maybe there's like a, a key perhaps in that Native American legends and that sort of thing? Most definitely. Um, I have, matter of fact, in my book that I'm writing now, the, the Supernatural Sasquatch, I have a chapter in there about what all the Indians say about this thing. And you hit the nail right on the head. They believe that it's an interdimensional creature. They, I mean, 100%, well, not all the Indian tribe do, but let's just say 85, 80 to 85% of their tribes believe it's an interdimensional creature. Yeah, I've and heard that they, many have, times. they tell stories about this thing disappearing right in front of them. And do you think that maybe that's one of the reasons why it always seems like it's showing up to, to scare people? Is it's um, a guardian that's trying to keep people away from maybe sacred grounds or just maybe like the, the, the god Pan, the Greek god who is the god of the wild and is trying to preserve the wilderness? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all have heard of portals, haven't you? Yep. Yeah. I think, just like the, the man just got insane there, um, I think that uh, it may be that they're, that they're more prevalent around these portals, trying to keep people away from them, because these portals could be, as in Einstein theory or quantum physics, holes to a whole new different dimension, different universe. I, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I can't go there because I'm not an expert in that area, but I have heard of the theory before, and uh, I too. do believe that sound plausible yeah and that's deep isn't it yeah, yeah i've heard that before uh, as well though i mean what, how else can you explain them you know what i mean <laughs> disappearing like that something that big disappearing like in there it's crazy yeah so we got a lot of theories floating around out here and if i if i'm going to pick one y'all know which way i go because it's the only one that makes sense Right. And if, uh, I, I would go with a natural creature theory, but show me a body first. I know. And that's how you're going to convince anyone that is a non-believer is you need a body. Unfortunately, that's what you need. So the skeptic says, thinking on natural terms, well, you can't show me a body. So y'all are lying. It's all, it's all a bunch of fake. Not necessarily. You haven't thought. You haven't thought deep enough. You haven't thought long enough yet. If these people aren't lying and they are saying something and you can't produce a body, what's that tell you when you start connecting the dots? Yeah. What's it tell you? But this well, thing tells me this thing isn't of this world. Okay, now let me tell you a real good one story. This isn't my story. I'm going to tell you a story that I read in this book, and I have it right here. Brought, I brought it down here with me, right here. And y'all can, you guys can look, you guys can order the book and everything. It's by Stephen Quayle and Dr. Thomas Horn. It's called Unearthing the Lost World of the Cloud Eaters. Have you ever heard of it? No. You have to get this book because this book will tell you. Is on the same exact plane that I am, but it's by two well-known authors, and these these ain't kids out of the hood. Mm-hmm. These guys are known; um, they're they're professionals. They the know research. what they're talking about. 
and it's called Unearthing the Lost World of the Cloud Eaters. Um, got to gotta get it. Stephen Quill and Tom Horn, and they tell a story. Now, listen to this story that I'm going to tell you because I know it by heart. There, it's a place in Utah. It's called the scariest place on Earth. There is an area in Utah. I can't exactly tell you the towns that it's in, but it, it, it's in, I know the area is in Utah. And there's a farm there that there, there were scientific professionals bought this farm because they heard the previous owners kept on saying that there was scary entities, that there were Bigfoot and there were UFOs and there were ghosts and there were poltergeists and everything happening in their, on their farm. And so they went out and checked and they found it to be legitimate. And so the guy said, we can't continue to live here. We're selling it. They sold it for rock bottom price, and these scientists bought the place. And there was like, I think it was like seven of them, but the, but the two of the people stayed out there most of the time. And those two people that stayed out there had a story to tell. And I'm telling you, it will be, it, you won't believe it, but this is the story they told. Now, is so this Skinwalker Ranch? Excuse me? This Skinwalker Ranch? Yes, yes. Uh, Skinwalker Ranch in Utah. I know all about it. Yeah, I've 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 listened to so many YouTubes about it and stories. I love it. It's amazing. And this, the, the the scariest encounter, their scariest encounter was both of them were together. And unfortunately, the the, the ranch owner went and got his rifle because the dogs were howling. They were going crazy. And a tree by the by the farm by the farm, the guy drove over to it in his jeep. Both of them were there, and he shined the light up in the tree, and he seen this these eyes glowing back at him and they said the head of this thing was three feet wide and and there was something else standing at the bottom of the tree that he he said it looked to him like a dog man a dog man creature it was like a bigfoot but it had the head of a dog on it and it was hairy and it was and it had real st- stocky muscles and stuff whatever and, and and he said this guy the ranch owner shot both up well when he shot the dog man the dog man disappeared when he shot the thing in the tree it fell down and he heard a hit on the snow there was snow on the ground. He heard a smack on the snow. So they ran over to see to see what it was, but it wasn't there. But they saw blood. And so so so, so, so they, they followed the blood for like a mile or so. And then 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 they couldn't find them or they didn't find the creature, they couldn't find blood. The next day they brought in some professional trackers. They tracked it with dogs and everything. Couldn't find nothing. But he said he's a he's a crack shot. He doesn't miss. And he said he knows he hit that. Thing. Well, he heard it hit the ground, fell out of the tree and hit the ground. Wow. Couldn't find it. It, just, it wasn't there. But they went back and was looking around the tree. You know how you go back and can't look around where you first seen it and stuff. They found a track underneath the tree. And this track, make a long story short, that they, when they done the research, it resembled the exact track of a velocraptor that you found in Jurassic Park. Whoa. I've heard that. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that. It's insane. So what, guys, what is a dinosaur, a velocraptor that existed, we don't know how long ago, it's extinct now what's that thing doing up in a tree on an on a, on a ranch in utah uh-huh. right <laughs> yeah oh and the other story this is where they seen the portal they literally seen the portal they seen this look like an orb from a distance to them and this orb began to glow brighter and began and began to, to shine a great big doorway and it was, it was in a circle of motion. Well, at the other end of that of this, that that portal globe or orb or whatever you want to call it, they seen a black creature that resembled a Bigfoot, but they don't know. It was some type of a black, strange creature that was struggling 
to crawl out of this hole. Mm-hmm. It was trying to get from one dimension to our dimension. It was right. struggling. And then all of a sudden, popped out and took off running. And when it, as soon as it popped out and took off running, the orb and the glowing ball disappeared. Whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah, there, that, there's so many stories about that ranch. Uh, it's It'll blow yeah. your mind. It really will. Uh, they should do a movie about it. They really should. They really should. You know, they really should. I agree with that. Well, they have um, a video on YouTube, um, and there's a lot of people backing up the video saying how real it is. Uh, it was a news reporter that was sitting in the ranch with the owner at the time. They're talking, doing an interview with the, the uh, husband, and in the back of the – behind the husband where the kitchen's at, you actually see a gray alien's head poke out a little bit from the side and then go right Ooh. back into the kitchen. But you can look really? up on YouTube, and it'll blow your mind, yes. You need to send me that link. I uh, will, yeah. It, it's 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 wild. I mean, the story even gets worse than that. I mean, the I think it was they w- they went shopping and came home from shopping in their truck. I think it, w- it might have been the wife, and she came up and she couldn't get out of her car because there, there was a black wolf that was circling her car, and it was like the size of like a horse. Right. And it yeah, was I remember that one pacing around her car. Like these stories are just they're insane. Like they had seven, like was it five or seven of their like uh, their bulls? They were shoved into like their trailer oh yeah they were lined up perfectly to where they could have never have done it themselves right right. they're shoved (laughs) there's like no room for them to even get out Oh my god! And there was the story of the calf that was found in the barn, and it's just like it was cut horizontally in half. <laughs> yeah, it, the bone and everything just a perfect cut, all clean. It's not like it was ripped apart. It was just this—I don't know—like a laser just came along and cut it in half. Yeah, yeah. yep. And, that, and and of course that those those the uh, cow cattle mutilations are often associated with sightings of UFOs. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. And they say that the, 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 the cow's organs have been removed surgically. Yeah, I heard that. Surgically. Like a doctor would perform the operation. Yep. The uh, husband and wife were, sit, they would sit and watch like TV like any other couple in the middle of the night. You know, I mean, they'd sit down and watch TV after work and they had like, was it like a an old like Confederate army would like march through their living room as spirits and then go out the other side of the wall. <laughs> That's like, when I would go out the front door and get the heck out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else do you do? Like, <laughs> they just, I think they were stuck to where they couldn't the sell them. The hell. <laughs> like, what do you do? And then the, the husband, well, the, the craziest things I've heard is the husband has caught his wife being like uh, transported out of her bedroom by gray aliens. And they would come out of the room. So the husband didn't know what else to do because there's four of them holding her up. So he grabbed Ooh. a katana blade that he had and he was hacking them up. And it got to the point where he, he knew how to kill them. So he said, you cut off their heads and their body stays. But if you hit them anywhere else, they disappear. You know, huh. and yeah, and he sold. He took that one of the bodies of the grays that he had. He sent it to a friend to analyze it, I guess, or to just to see it. But his friend ended up dying mysteriously, like after and, having the body. And the the alien body just disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That kind of reminds me of the Whitley Strieber story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I heard that story. Yep, it sure does. So, what makes an area like the Skinwalker Ranch just infested with paranormal activity? Just everything you can think of happens on that ranch. Now, I've heard so, what, stories go back to like you know witches owning that land long before it was a ranch, and they had 
and rituals and stuff like that. And these, you know, these spirits are territorial. Once they get their foothold in a place, they don't want to leave unless the somehow they're, you know, prayed out or, or, or cast out or, or exercise, exercise out like a Catholic priest or something. Right. If, if yeah. they don't do that, these spirits are territorial. They'll stay right there. Like, like they own the place. Well, yep. they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they technically do. It's true. Yes. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, who I among us wants to live in a haunted house? We don't. No one wants to live in a haunted house. Yeah, I've heard mean, the house is being sold for like a mansion, being sold for like two or three thousand dollars. The place was valued at seven hundred and fifty. No one could figure out why did they own, why did they sell for two? Well, hell yeah, who wants? Who wouldn't want to buy it, right? Right. Yeah, because the housekeeping never lost dollars. And guess what? The people that bought for five thousand dollars sold it for two thousand dollars <laughs> within two months. Wow. <laughs> Why? Because that place was haunted and they couldn't take it. Yep. You actually have to sell, uh, say that when you're selling a house. Now, I've heard that. Like, if you know it is, you actually have to say that when you're selling a house. Is, <laughs> well, that, is that nationwide? They had to reveal that or not. I don't know. I've heard that. And I, I think I heard it from like a realtor. I don't think that's here in Texas. Yeah, it might just be a certain state. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, because that might, that might not be you. That might not be statewide or, or a- countrywide, huh? That's a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, that's the deal breaker. Yeah. yeah. It's a great price for the house, but there's a dead clown in there, too. So. <laughs> and it's worth it. <laughs> so, I, guess, so guys, I guess it depends on how much sure it bothers you. How, how long do we have? How long do I have yet? I have 10 minutes yet? 15? Uh, as long as you need. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You opened up the floor. You opened <laughs> up the floor. <laughs> I'd love to hear more of your stories. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, now my second, my second, uh, let me let me take let me take you to a real funny one. This is a funny one, but it's true. Bigfoot came to the Bigfoot came to the football game. Oh, we gotta hear it. Hmm. Was he older boy? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was up in his stands eating popcorn and uh, drink, drinking sodas. Nothing kind of like that. But he was definitely at the football game. The stadium is by a river which is by the woods on the other side, which is a newcomer's town, Ohio. We're at the football game. Stands, stands are packed. That's one of the big rival games. They're all cheering their team on. All, so all of a sudden, some, and right after the halftime, the guys come back, they start playing football again. I'm sitting there eat, 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 eating my, my little sodas and stuff and and, uh, and eating my, my cheeseburger. And uh, also I hear the people up in the stands are saying, they're saying, hey, I see Bigfoot. I see Bigfoot. And I'm like, oh, okay, baby. I'm down here talking to the guys on the radio. And anyhow, so they're saying, yeah, he's down here by the river. And my friend says, come on, Dave, let's go see if we can see Bigfoot. I goes, um, that's okay. I had, I had, that was like a, a two years after I, I saw the, the one out there on the, you know, on the guy's farm. And I'm like, that's okay. I've seen him before. He goes, what? I go, yeah, I'm busy. I said, I'm eating. You go ahead and go on down. I didn't want to go down there. So he runs down. And so, and and half the stands, half the stands on the um on the opposing team, uh, they they empty because everybody ran down over to the river. I mean, it's like the big, it's like the football game was canceled. Everybody <laughs> went down the river to see Bigfoot. Oh my! God. Wow. The stands, even even old men and women were running down over the hill to see Bigfoot. I oh, watched yeah, ha- them halftime show. <laughs> And so anybody that's in my school class, they'll tell you that they remember, they remember that time, that game that the, everybody said they seen Bigfoot. And wow. so when the people, when the people came back, my friend came back, I said, well, did you see him? He goes, uh, no, I couldn't see through the trees. But he said, um, I did talk to, so he said, I heard some splashing. He said, but I couldn't see nothing. He said, I, uh, I talked to some people that said that they,
they seen this thing cross the river over because there was an island. There was an island right there. And they said he seen it cross over to the island. And um, I goes, really? I said, but you didn't see it. He goes, no, I didn't see it. He said, but they said they did. He said, they, they sure sound like they were telling the truth. I said, well, half the stands wouldn't have emptied out if somebody didn't see Bigfoot. Right. If they didn't see something down there. Half the stands, old people wouldn't be running down to the river if they didn't think that they seen something down there. Yeah, that's incredible. Oh my God, what is he just like walking by? That that's the, the, that's my chapter about Bigfoot. Came of course, I go a little bit more detail about it in my in my in my book, but nevertheless, that's that's the brunt of it, guys. That's why the Bigfoot came to the football game. Did that get covered <laughs> on uh, any kind of uh, media outlets, like the news or anything? No, no. And that's hey, it was kind of kept, if I could say, moot. Right. Yeah. And it was quiet, and I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, I guess part of the subject matter. Why we kept quiet? Yeah, no one's gonna believe you. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, newcomers down there was a lot of strange things. Now I could tell stories to you guys all night long about the different strange things that happened around newcomers town. But uh, one thing it was for sure, and I, I do believe that, that that Bigfoot Sasquatch definitely hung around the newcomers town area for some odd reason. Wow, that's and crazy. You know what? What what would have drew it to the game? Think about it. If I ask you what would draw that thing to the game, what would you say? You would be like, well, he wouldn't know who's gonna win. No. <laughs> 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 right, funny, right? This is why I think it came because of the drum beats, man. Uh, it sounded like tree knocks to them. Oh. Does that make sense? See, during the halftime, what were they doing? They were playing them drums. Yep. Huh? You see, y'all see my point now? And it was just about about half, about about 15 minutes after halftime, this thing appears down there by the river and they see it. Wow. That's probably how Native Americans saw it because they would actually do that as well or the campfire play instrument. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They knew how to bring it in. Yeah. Do them little tree things. Oh, I, wow. I've never personally called anything in. I called them in or nothing like that. I have. I'm just telling you my experiences and some of my experiences are like are kind of like others but some of them are di completely different like when i was fishing at that we was fishing at the lake it's one of my my last stories we was fishing at this lake by where i used to live i had a trader by a lake and we rented a trader there and um we're fishing and the, the place the lake had a lot of fish in it and we having all kind of fun but anyhow we went out that day. It was in the afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon. But it was supposed to get really cool. And that's what we thought. It might be a good afternoon to fish. We didn't have nothing else to do. So we went fishing. Me and my, my wife and fishing went down there. And um, we're fishing for about maybe out there 20 minutes. And she all of a sudden, this rock is thrown out in the, in the lake. And I'm like, uh, she goes, what was that? <laughs> uh, looked like someone threw a rock. And she goes, well, the kids ain't even around here. The kids are with their mother uh, at, uh, getting school clothes because it was in the middle of August. They're getting school clothes. She goes, the kids aren't even around here. What was it? And we had just watched the Bigfoot show. Me and her did two days before that. And we were talking about the rock throne and a, and a, and a, and a strong smell. And she goes, you don't think it's Bigfoot, do you? And you know what? I instantly knew it was. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to her that it was. I'm like, oh, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> and, you know, five minutes later, another rock was thrown out. This one a little bit bigger. About the size of a baseball was thrown out in there. And she goes, David. I go, yeah. She goes, go back and check. You, you see, see if that thing's back here. She goes, I'm scared. I'm going back to the trailer. I go, don't leave just yet. I said, ah, I'll go back here and look. Very reluctantly. I didn't really want to go back here. I knew that thing was back here. Well, there was there was a little old trailer sitting back there. And so as soon as I walked back, I got to that trailer. From there on, it was super thick. We're talking six 
briars and, 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 and soft ground because it was the back of a lake. The water was like, it was kind of marshy back in the cattails and everything. I'm like, I'm going to start sinking. I, I can't come back in there too far. She goes, go back here and check it out. I'm telling you, I think it's back there. I said, oh. so you want me to go back there when you know it's back there? She goes, go look, go on, go on. You scared? I goes, no, no, I'm not scared. Acting like a big man, you know, I'm not scared of it. No. <laughs> so, so I'm going to be nice and brave to my wife, you know, so I walk back. I lay my fishing pole down. I walk back here. As soon as I got to that trailer, I smoked something, curled my nose up like you wouldn't, oh, like, like Limburger cheese, rotten Limburger cheese, mm. rotten eggs. Mm. I'm getting curled. My nose. I literally had to put my hand over my nose and clamp it shut. And I held it there and just take a full small breath. And I, and if it, it stunk so bad, even like even doing that. Now, this one I smelled. This one I definitely smelled. And I'm looking all around and I, I can't see over 10 feet. I can't see nothing. It's too thick. But I can smell it. Man, I knew it was there. But I, I didn't see it. I admit I did not see anything. I'm not going to lie to y'all and say, yeah, I see it. I see it. <laughs> four, five, no, I'm telling y'all the God's honest truth. I'm not, right, I'm not trying to make it sound real, real great or like a Bigfoot re- researcher or whatever. I'm just telling you, I only saw it twice in my life, but I had about seven different encounters with this thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what I, makes- I, I, I didn't see it, but man, I knew it was there, guys. I knew it was there. And when I walked back, she goes, hey, did you see it? I goes, no, but I told her about the smell. And so uh, <clears throat> that night, you know, after supper, we, that's all we talked about. And she then she told me a story that I didn't know. And she said, yeah, um, you know, the kids I was telling you about, Johnny and uh, – I'm, I'm sorry. I can't say names. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. About the two kids. The two kids, I guess, um, the one when one boy got up during the night in his trailer uh, back here by, by, by the road, obviously one particular area. And he, he he got up to go to the bathroom. Well, as he as he went from his room, the two bedrooms and the ba- the other bathroom was back at where his parents were. So he had to cross the kitchen area. So when he crossed the kitchen area, out of the corner of his eye, he looked up and you could see the back of the yard where they had the security light. He looked back there, and by the security light stood this great big tall hairy thing. And it, I guess it, he she said he just about pissed his pants. And oh. he told his dad the next day. And so his dad went out to look to look for a track, but he didn't see any tracks because he was in the yard right so but he's seen impressions in the yard but he couldn't say for sure that it was a bigfoot track he just saw impressions where the grass was tramped down mm-hmm. so he knew the area pretty good so he'd done some investigating his wife said why don't you go back there and see if you can find some tracks because i know she called the boy by thing i know he wouldn't lie he go oh, i'm not saying he's lying but that is kind of a weird story you know maybe he was dreaming and he spoke up he said dad i wasn't dreaming I went to the bathroom, and, and then his sister spoke up and said, "No, when when he came in, the, he came in the room about that same time. The scared stiff and said he saw he saw something real big and hairy out in the backyard. He told me about. It. So he wasn't dreaming. So he went back to look for look for stuff. He's back there looking and looking, and he finally did. He found, not only found tracks, he found about four or five tracks. He also found those. You know how they have sticks to make them like little huts in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he found them. He found two of those like little type of huts, and oh, wow. uh, he has, he did poke his head in one, and he said he seen a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of hair laying on the ground. And when he seen a bunch of the hair, he said he poked his head out and he took off one and went back home. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! 
it scared him because he saw the hair. And so he figured it had to come from some type of a creature. And so that was the evidence that he found. And so then he believed it, boy. Then he believed him then. Jeez. Are you still actively uh, searching for a Bigfoot? Are you researching? The only research I'm doing right now is for my book because I live like uh, 15 miles south of Atlanta. So, you know, I'm not going to see too many Bigfoot down there. Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm just I'm just doing a lot of research for the book and I'm just finding out things that are blowing my mind. I'm writing down stories. Well, it's kind of stories because I got to be careful how I do stuff. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't go putting things word for word. Right. Or they'll get you for plagiarism. I got to copyright yeah. it or put book notes and stuff like that. So I'm, it, it takes you a while to make a book. So I'm halfway through it. But the information I have found so far is, is just mind boggling and all point toward one particular thing that this creature is, isn't of this world. Yeah. Yep. Now, is there something that you found out about Bigfoot that no one else has talked about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing so. <laughs> yeah, but, but if I go saying this crap on the radio, people are going to shoot me down. They're going to say, that guy, is he's nuts. I, I wouldn't believe a thing you said. He's nuts. So I guess we'd have to get the book for that. Taking it back to the Bible, takes it back to the giants, to, to, to the giants that they talked about. Yeah. Well, when these giants died, they didn't really have human spirit. They didn't have spirits like you and I do. They didn't have no spirits at all. But when they die, according to some of the books that weren't actually included in the Bible called the Apocrypha, the Apocrypha book, books that weren't canonized right. in the original edition of the yeah. Bible. Right, right. Pseudographical works like the book of Jubilees, the book of Enoch. Have you heard of those books? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, they tell about these giants dying and spirits coming out of these giants. And, uh, and of course, these spirits didn't have bodies, but they believe, and the Jewish people, a lot of the Jewish rabbis believe that that's where we, that that's where the demons came from was was from these the particular giants that had lived, and that they, and, and 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 it's recorded in there about that information in there. And that, that's as far as I'm going to go with it because uh, I'll, I'll say the rest of the see, book. See the giants you're talking about are, are you talking about the Nephilim? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. The giants weren't called the Nephilim. The Nephilim were actually the sons of God who came down and actually had sexual relations with uh, with beautiful women on this earth. And uh, that can be verified. If y'all would start laughing at me on that one, I could understand it. But that can be verified yeah. in every culture, every continent, every story in the, on, on, in the, in the past in this world. It's not just those books I told you about. It can be verified in other historical works and most definitely in the Greek myths. Hmm. So do you think these Bigfoots are demons then? They possibly could be, but, and, and of course, demons would be what? Supernatural. Right, right. Um, but I'm not saying that they're demons. Don't get me wrong. That's why I said supernatural. I don't know. They may right. be something, they may be a different cross from a demon to some type of type of a dimensional creature. Uh, you know, uh, it may be, they may be part demon. I don't know. I, I'm not an ex, I'm not, I don't know everything. That's why I'm writing the book and I'm doing all my research and stuff. And I'm just putting stuff out and saying, hey, they, they could be. Uh, somebody else could say, I don't care what he says, they're a real creature. And that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying, hey, you got to believe the way I do. I ain't saying that because I don't know everything. Absolutely, yeah. So, y'all, you guys like, do you like the way out? Do you like my perspective? Do you like 
how, yeah. how I'm oh yeah absolutely yeah, i can't wait to get, get your uh, next book and read that just so i can come up with some more of my own theories <laughs> <laughs> yes you can have different theories it's okay i don't have i don't have the, the, the handle on this thing <laughs> exactly it's it's free for everyone to judge and to construe how they want i guess you yeah. mean yes and, and that, nothing that's in the way it should be um i don't like people that are dogmatic um i can't i can't i can't get along with them um, I, I have an open mind and I'm, I'm, I have my mind and somebody else can think of something better and you can prove it. And you have other evidence. Right. I'm willing to listen to it. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. In the same way. Yep. That's probably why y'all had me on here. You want to <laughs> oh, see yeah. my, I look at it because I know you'll have, yeah, you've had other people on here and talked about it before. And, um, and, and so when, when you get all these people, you can start forming your own theory. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's interesting to uh, ask people. So uh, but let me ask you guys a question. Now you guys have been asking me a question. Let me ask you a question. Based upon all my stories, the, the, the stories that I've told you, and I still got another hour to go, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Based upon what I've told, why would you, if you knew what I did, what would you think? What would you say? What would you say about your thing? Oh, me personally, uh, I've, been looking into Bigfoot for such a long time through YouTube videos and just talking to like a lot of people and stuff. I I I do believe in it just because I I go back to saying like not everyone's lying, you know, like all around the world it's their sightings. <laughs> everyone's not having fun with this, like lying about it, you know. Right. There is something out there, so I do believe in it. Yes, and uh, everything you're telling me right here, man, I I believe you 100. percent Does it make sense? Oh yeah, um, it, it does because I've heard other stories that are close to that too yeah it sounds crazier in the bed but 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 does that make it wrong <laughs> it sounds crazy to people that that don't have an open mind to it you know what i mean bad oh boy you said a mouthful there you said a mouthful there yeah yep and they're the people that need a body yes there's um the, the the craziest things are generally the the truest things i have found that out to be true too you're right you're right the craziest the unbelievable what happens if it's really it really is true i mean what happened to someone didn't make that up what happened mm-hmm. it really occurred just like that Pulaski farm incident what if those stories what if that was a true story yeah. even though the, the the state trooper couldn't find any evidence other than the gun shell casings and a little bit of hair that they that they couldn't that they couldn't verify they just said there's no known there's no known there's nothing like it in other words there's nothing like it so there's nothing to compare it to mm-hmm. yeah so even at that 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 should tell you something see if you gotta you gotta look at this thing like a detective you gotta put everything put all the pieces together in the form of and like you do a proposal put all the pieces together and when you do you form a picture now you may not believe what that picture says or looks like right but it forms a picture yep mm, something to think very, about isn't it very very true yeah i think it was up till right around I was we were uh, Eric and I were doing a podcast on the, the Skinwalker Ranch. I always thought that um, Bigfoot was a was a, a beast, uh, just uh, an unknown wild animal that we just hadn't cataloged yet. But when I was reading about Skinwalker Ranch uh, and the shape shifting uh, Skinwalkers and the Indians and the medicine men and all that, is when I started coming to the conclusion that it was not a uh, not a physical being, but more of a spiritual being as well. Um, so I would think that uh, your the answer to your question for me is yeah, I, th- I think you're right as well that it's it's not nothing of this world. Mm-hmm. 
And you guys, you know, I about got, I about lost my job over over this particular step. I mean, I got transferred out of the site. Somebody, I was telling somebody at my workplace where I was working at, I told telling about that story. Somebody in the other cubicle was in an office building heard me say this, and they called the property manager and said, "This man is talking scary stuff, and he's scaring me, and I I I don't like it." I felt very uncomfortable with the conversation. I wasn't even talking to her. I was talking to another lady. And I, uh, apparently she overheard me. I didn't even know. And so property manager called my, my workplace and said, I went, I'm out of there. Wow. Not, that is not stuff mm. we want our security officer to be saying to tell them, people. Well, I went, I'm out of there. And they removed me. Matter of fact, I almost, I came within a hair of getting myself fired. Oh my God. Just for talking about it? Yes. Just for saying, just for having a conversation about that. I I didn't really even know the other lady. I didn't even know. She, I didn't know anybody was here. Listen to me. Yeah, I, yeah. After I left, they had a conversation about it, and they, they all they all got together and decided that they, they didn't want me back in there no more. And so they called the lady and, and told her. And so she 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 sent them a mail at nine thirty ten o'clock at night. Sent my my company at that late at night and said, um, "I don't want to talk to Walker there no more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that." Jeez. I think the hardest thing in the world is for someone to come to a conclusion that uh, that they had a predestined idea of what the world was, and they were just so sure of how the way the world works, and then they just find out that it just isn't that way, and they just can't accept it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So That's crazy. But what, what, are you, what are you, you know, I, I guess sometimes I know a little bit too much. I know just enough to get me in, get myself in trouble. Yeah, it's a shame when you're so passionate about it. You just want to tell everyone, you know? Yeah. And uh, apparently somebody overheard me. And so I, I, I said to myself, I can't, I can't talk like Eddie. I can't, I can't, I can't bring right. it up no more. Well, but, a lot, you know, a lot like of these subjects said, are I'm, taboo I'm for a lot about. of people. I'm sorry. A, a lot, a lot of these subjects dealing with paranormal are just taboo for people. Like they just don't oh, want to yeah. hear it. Yeah. Um, but again, that's a closed mind. Exactly. You you really, I mean, people say, oh, oh Steve, I'm add you. Wait a minute. Do you believe in God? How, how many people believe in God? I'd say, I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to say 80% of, of the American population believe in God. And would you say I'm, I'm right? 75 to 80%. Yeah, I would say that's oh, yeah. about right. Yep. 70 to 80%. Some are not percent of they believe in God. Well, if you believe in God, you, you believe in the good part. Don't you think that there's a bad part too? Because the Bible <laughs> talks about a bad part too. <laughs> they don't want to hear right. that part though. It's scary. <laughs> Man, Jesus took Jesus took authority over the bad part when he when he was walking into this earth. He took authority over the bad part. Yeah. So if okay. he if he dealt with them, where yeah. did they come from? Right. If he dealt with them, that means that they were what supernatural. Yeah. When I was uh, into ghost research, uh, I did a lot of it, and uh, I loved coming across like non-believers. People are like, "Oh, ghosts don't exist," you know. I would love to go up to them and say, well, do you go to church? And they go, oh, yeah, I go to church. It's like, well, do you believe in the Holy Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to say. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. This is the, the great, that, that my, that's another my favorite subject of mine, uh, the, the Trinity. You know, that's, there isn't anything any more complicated than the Trinity, but again, there isn't anything any more simple than the trinity yeah it's like both both ends it's simple but yet it's so complicated to, to i mean because we as humans we don't know nothing about so what we do jesus i think i'll be jesus saying hey look, don't take this don't get too wrapped up in it just believe what i say you believe what i say it's no you 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 have it made but if you don't believe what i say you try to figure something out in your mind you you'll, you'll wear yourself out 
just just believe this simple thing. Like a child, he he said, unless you become a child, you can never enter the kingdom of God. You have <laughs> right. to become like a little child. And what does a child do? You tell a child something, he believes you because he don't <laughs> he don't he don't know exactly. <laughs> So, so Jesus is saying, I want you to do the same way. When I tell you something, when I, not some preacher, not some other Christian, but when I tell you something, think about it the same way. You believe me. Don't believe them. You believe what I say. And you'll enter the kingdom of heaven. That's, that's what he's saying in so many words. Exactly. That's powerful stuff, man. That's powerful. Oh, man, I get wrapped up in it. I, get, I can get wrapped up. I, <laughs> I, I want to say, I, I'm, I'm sure the one guy I believe in, I believe in God. I, I, I'm on the radio. I don't know how many people listen to me. It don't matter. Yeah, I believe in the supernatural. I believe in Bigfoot, but I better than that and greater than that. I believe in God. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that I believe in God. But, but even Jesus himself said this. He made this statement. Listen to what he said. He said, he said, the days of the coming and this, when I come, when I come back, he said, it'll be like, just like it was in the days of Noah. That's why I go, I went back. I said, could the same things that have been happening that are happening now? With the with the Bigfoot and and, and 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 evil spirits and and all this stuff coming, this supernatural stuff happening, could it have been happening back then? That's when I went back to Genesis chapter six and it says, and and in those days there were giants on the earth. In those days, mm-hmm. what days? At days before the flood, there were yeah. giants on the earth. In those days, now we may not see the particular type giants, but we're seeing other giants. Right, they yeah. are and they're here. They're here, and he's getting ready to. I believe the Lord's getting ready to come pretty soon. And, and you look at the conditions that are on the earth today. I oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Very true. Without question. Did I make a good statement there? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. It does seem like that, though. It really does. Uh, I tell you, I mean, we could really get, uh, we could really, uh, it's one of my favorite subjects, dude. When you guys said you wanted to talk, I said, I got to get on that Skype. I don't know. I've never been on it before, but I got to get on. I got to tell these guys what I got, what I got in my head. You know, I got to tell, I got to tell this to somebody. I can t- I tell it to people, but the people I tell it to, they don't know anything about it. They're yeah. like, you're nuttier than the fruitcake, dude. <laughs> I like you. You're a nice guy, but you're nuttier than the fruitcake because <laughs> yeah. you get strange ass theories man you know what i'm saying it's a shame but it's true when you talk to people about it that yeah. have no interest in it mm-hmm. it's a shame so i, I love i'm so glad i got a, I, I got connected with you guys yeah. i feel like i'm feel like i'm sitting here by the campfire and we're all ta- talking together absolutely man i'm so glad you said yes that was wonderful that you oh said. yeah <laughs> and we definitely have to have you back on when your new book comes out oh Ooh. yeah you know it. i'll hit you guys up mr full hawk yep. and mr uh eric yes, i'll sir. hit you guys up and say hey I got that book done. It's out. It's published. Y'all, y'all, I want to send you guys a copy. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, that sounds that great, would be amazing. Man. Would love it. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, just like on that show, I watched that Bigfoot disappearing, or I didn't watch it, but I saw I watched the track disappear into that cave at the time, snowing out, blizzard. I mean, we're talking fifteen below zero. Oh my god! And I pulled those tracks half hour. I followed those tracks. I was like, I'm out hunting deer. My first deer hunt by myself, and I and I run into Bigfoot's track. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of. All the tracks I run into, I had to run into these tracks. Now, did they, you they hear them? They have three, the same three toes. How did they, how did they, how did they get here from 15 miles away? How did yeah. they get here? Now, did you hear it down in the cave when you were coming up to it? No, didn't hear nothing, nothing. Just all I heard was the wind and the blowing and howling and everything. Um, but okay, getting back at the, against the odds. Who's going to get up? What man's going to get up, put on a pair of Bigfoot right. and walk through snow and early in the morning on the last day of deer gun season when your hunters out there will shoot anything that moves? Oh. Who's going to play Who's going to play Bigfoot? It's Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah. For what? 
I mean, yeah. risk, risk, and, and guess what? It was still snowing hard. Those, yeah. The track was getting covered over fast. So who's going to go out there and do that? Right. Now, it was a cave that you came up upon, right? It Was there drag marks from a deer or something going to the cave? Uh, there were just, just, just as footprints. But now listen to this. This is the part you won't believe. Unbeknownst, the, 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 the show didn't really do this justice. But don't get me wrong. The show, the show was awesome. Oh, I love it. It yeah. didn't do justice to the fact that the cave was too, the cave hole was too big in, on, on the on the movie um, on the show. But the cave hole was only about three feet wide and three feet high, and it had briars hanging down over it. And there was wow. snow on them briars. But the tracks went right into the cave. And I'm like, how did that bigfoot get in there without knocking the snow off the briars? Seriously, that's a good point. Wow. And I stood there at the cave, just like on the movie. I stood there contemplating all all the stuff, thousands of things going to mind. And all of a sudden, feeling came over me, dreadful feeling, like telepathically that thing was communicating with me and saying, yeah. why, why are you standing here? Don't you know I can come out here and tear you to pieces? Now, have and you I'm ever saying, wanted I'm, to go back? I'm answering myself. I'm, I'm answering it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm starting to get so scared. <laughs> Just like this thing's talking to me. And I'm like, but if I shoot it, I'll be the first one to ever shoot a Bigfoot. Bring it in. <laughs> then, I, then I thought, well, what happens if you get scared, you drop the gun in the snow and that thing rips you apart and has you for its next meal i turned around and i took off running as fast as i could i did keep the gun in my hand because i, I thought well if it gets too close i'll turn around and try to shoot it right you know you, you're a boy you're thinking of all kind of different stuff but i knew one thing i had to get that at out of there and out of there now and i took off running and when i got to my brother's house he seen me he thought i was so hot and sweaty he goes did you get him? Did you get what you get? What you get? You get a buck? Uh, <laughs> I didn't get it here. What? He goes, oh, why are you so hot and sweaty for? I said, I saw Bigfoot's track, Bob. Oh, he goes, what? Bigfoot? And he bust all. He laughed so hard. I got, he almost fell on the floor. He said, hey, Mana, which is his wife. Though. He goes, hey, Mana, David's. David seen Bigfoot's trap, and she busted out laughing. And then the kids, my my my, my niece and my nephew, they busted out laughing. And I said, "Look, if you don't believe me, I'll take you right back here right now and show you." <laughs> I ain't got time for such foolishness. And he just laughed. And then he called my dad and told my dad. My dad said, "Don't listen to him." He he told us that story about six about six months ago about him seeing Bigfoot out there at the you know what's farm. I almost said their name. I said, "You know what's farm?" He said, "He said, yeah, I remember you saying that." He goes, I don't know why he wants attention like that. Boy, I said, I said, dude, I'll take you back there right now and show you the track. No, but he just laughed, laughed it all. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Have you ever wanted to I'm, go back there? I can't. Somebody sold the farm. Um, I mean, my brother sold the farm. He he actually offered to me and my mom. I was with my mom at the time. And he actually offered us to buy the farm. He sold it for fifty-two thousand, but he offered to sell it to us for like forty-six thousand. Gave us a real good deal. And mom goes, "I ain't gonna live out there." I go, "Mom, mom, 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 hey, <laughs> come on, let's get, let's get it. Come on, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to there. It was a cool eighty acres for forty-six thousand. You know what that place is worth today? It's probably worth somewhere between seven fifty. Seven hundred fifty thousand to a million dollars. Oh man! Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I wanted to live there so bad, but she said, "I we end up not today. We'll never make it to work." Uh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bob said. Joanne, I did make it a lot, and and I have I did have a four wheel drive, but he said I used the snow as an excuse not to go to work. He said I, I could have made it several times, but when it snowed, I told him I'm not coming in, and they they let him go because he worked there for like thirty years. That they, they they wasn't going to fire him. They just let him go. Mm-hmm. And so he said I used that as an excuse, Joe. He can he can make it to work. Ah, uh, that's a high hill. There ain't no way he'd be able to make it. So I couldn't convince her, and 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 man, they had deer out there in that property like you wouldn't believe. 
<laughs> trophy box. I mean, trophy box. Oh my god! But anyhow, besides the deer, the, 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 I get that bunch of the, but besides the deer stories, um, there was definitely something out there on his and his property. Listen to this: was only was only two miles from the place where I by the lake property where I where the rocks were thrown in the lake. Oh really? Oh, wow! Only two miles from that spot. That's a hot zone, man. Jeez. Yes. Oh yeah, and the lake spot to finish just up because I know y'all got other stuff to do and you got other listeners or whatever or other people to talk, but to finish just up, but that lake. But after I smelled all this stuff and I came back, well, I kept on fishing. Of course, my, my wife went back and start, she started stuff. I kept on fishing because, like I said, we, we had fun fishing there. And mm-hmm. so I'm fishing out there on the edge and another rock was thrown out. Well, I'm like, I'm getting used to it now. So it didn't really bother me much, right? So guess what? The last rock was thrown out. When this rock was thrown out, I got the heck out of there. This rock <laughs> is big as big as a basketball. Oh, jeez. Jeez, what? <laughs> it had to weigh at least 10 or 15 pounds because when that sucker hit the lake, I thought Bigfoot jumped in the lake. Oh, my God. It made a big splash and and of course, fishing was over because the waves came over and were taking my bobber and bouncing it all around. So I'm like, it's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go eat, Dave. Time to go for something. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I, I took off running, man. I said, and I told her about it. And that's when we started telling. She started telling me the story about the kids staying the Bigfoot. Hmm. God, that's crazy. Yeah, this thing was a 10 or 15 pound rock and threw it out in the middle of the lake. And the lake was about an acre lake. An acre by the size of it was about an acre. Oh wow. Oh my God. So I, so yeah, I got some stories to tell. Kind of like the Indians, I guess, in a certain way. They they tell about stuff like that happening, and it's true. It's no, I'm not making. I didn't make it. I didn't make that story up. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, right, I didn't right. make it up. That's why I believe them. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. Jeez. <laughs> in your personal opinion, do you think we'll ever catch a Bigfoot? Do you think someone will shoot it eventually? They could shoot it, but they ain't gonna bring it in. Yeah. Until they bring it in. I'm going to keep on believing the way I'm believing. Yep. And guess what? For thousands of years, no one's done it. I highly don't think they're going to do it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I kind of think the same. Kind of think. And so, again, that fuels the skeptics. Yeah, I told you. I told you. Um, yeah, You guys don't know what you're talking about. You guys, you, guys, you guys don't even know the whole story. So what are you, what are you saying? Now? Yeah. Just because there's no body or bones does not mean that this thing doesn't exist. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, unfortunately, it's the way people think. Y'all have learned a little bit of something from what I've said today. Yeah, oh, I've, I've learned a lot of new details, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was great, man. Absolutely. Well, it, man. I got saliva coming outside of my mouth. <laughs> I'm eating this up. I'm eating this up like candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know why? Because you know why? Nobody can refute me. Nobody can say I'm wrong. You can't say, you can think different, but you can't can't say i'm wrong and prove it right exactly. yeah yep <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah well it has yeah. been an absolute delight to have you on the program and seriously yeah. we'd love to have you back when your new book absolutely. comes out oh i'd love to come back um y'all just hit me up anytime you want me to come back and and we can talk about the rest of my story i've only told you about maybe almost half of them there's still some that are that, that are really juicy too uh, really good too but along the same lines but the, you know different different of course right right oh wonderful man yeah yeah we gotta stay connected man until next time we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk again absolutely Absolutely. and your book is available on amazon and anywhere else i think uh, barnes and nobles i saw it yeah amazon amazon barnes and nobles uh, underneath the higher monster and and if i can't 
just just put the high monster by David Walker, just by, by David Walker, and uh, it'll it'll pop up, and you can get it for I think three ninety nine for the Kindle edition, and um, the actual hard copy is nine ninety nine. Yep, awesome, perfect. Better, but it ain't gonna break the bank, and that wasn't my purpose. My purpose was just to get the story out. Yeah, go out and get it. Yep, the Ohio awesome. Monster by David Walker. Yeah, the Ohio Monster by David Walker. And you can catch them on the Travel Channel, Terror in the Woods. Uh, well, actually, it's not terror. I don't think it's terror. It's um, These Woods Are Haunted. Uh, see, that's funny because when I went and watched it, it actually came up Terror in the Woods. I don't know why. Hmm. Well, well, maybe they changed the heading, but it was originally under These Woods, these woods are, haunted. are Haunted. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that out again to see if that's what comes up again. Yeah, and, and, but I'm glad you said tear in the woods because um, a couple of times I had a hard time finding it myself. My own. My We all learned something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll just go tear in the woods and see if it comes up there. But it is on season two, episode nine. Episode nine, Excellent. season two. Well, thank you so, so much anybody again. Anybody out there in Radio Land, season two, episode nine, uh, you can get, it's on the Travel Channel. You can also probably find it on YouTube. I will watch it on YouTube because it's free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> if it's free, it's for me, right? That's my motto. <laughs> Good. My motto, too. Wherever it's free, that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> That's wonderful, man. <laughs> All we'll right, definitely dude, stay connected. Have, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later, and um, yep, yep. it's been a pleasure being on your show. Yes. Oh, pleasure's ours. ours. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies, and thank you again to David Walker for being on the show. Again, you can find his book anywhere books are sold. The Ohio Monster, you can get it on Amazon, you can get it on Barnes & Nobles. And thank you to Full Hulk for being on the show again. It's always nice to have you on. If you want to email the show, you can do so at bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 